0: What's up, everyone? At this point in the podcast,
1: <laughs> um, I don't know. Okay, well, this is Mel, and I'm Lauren, and today we're going to talk about uncertainty. <laughs> <laughs> I, I said that in a voice because it's scary.
0: I genuinely don't know what to say. <laughs> like,
1: She's spooked I'm and by
0: taken aback. Yes, Halloween episode. Imagine. <laughs> yes. Also, this is a podcast about well-being. Thanks for being here. And (laughs) we're nearing the end of this season, Mel. How do you feel about it?
1: Pretty sad.
0: Me too. We've had a great run. Yeah. But that's not what we're talking about today. (laughs) We're talking, yeah, like you said, being uncertain about where you are right now, which I think a lot of people can relate to. Where am I, Lauren? I don't even know half the time. (laughs) But we don't mean geographically. We mean mentally. Emotionally, (laughs) if you don't stop me, I'm going to keep going. (laughs) Yeah, it's good. good. We just wanted to talk about career uncertainty, I guess, or just being university students and feeling Mm -hmm. like you have to figure out your whole life. And I mean, the funny thing is when you're 17, when you're trying to apply to university
1: and pick your field. You're just learning how to drive. Maybe how to... Think about (laughs) that, you know? Right. You're thinking how to like maneuver a moving vehicle. Correct. And then you're also asked to determine the career choice for your life.
0: Your entire life. The next sixty years.
1: Ridiculous.
0: Honestly, rude. <laughs> <laughs> we are not here for it. <laughs> no <But> thanks. <laughs> this when, this podcast just went the whole new side that we've never revealed before. But you know, we're just laying it all out there. This is our sixteenth episode. <laughs> this is our seventeenth. It depends what order we do that. Well. Um, <laughs> yeah, so what's up with that? Why are we made to figure out what we want to do so early on? Well, <laughs> as if you know. I know, the I was like, I don't have an answer for this. That's <laughs> just a rhetorical um, question.
1: <laughs> I think that's definitely one of the biggest pressures, though, that university students face because you're heading into really monumental years of your life. I mean, you don't even know it university is really exciting for a lot of different people and it's just you have so many opportunities way more people and like might be a new city might be a new country and you're just being asked to decide what you want and obviously I think people think that it's like a really static decision in terms that like it's not very easy to switch or it has just a very narrow straight path that you're expected to follow but I think there's also a bit more leeway that we can maybe reflect on more. I think we get caught up in the fact that we can't switch our major, blah, blah, blah. blah. But I think we actually can't. There's a lot of movement, I guess, and fluidity that you can have uh, in terms of not even your major, like your career.
0: Yeah, I think what you choose when you're 18 isn't set in stone for the rest of your life. And mm-hmm. you don't have to commit to something just because maybe you've been doing it for the past three years. But it mm-hmm. doesn't mean that that's the only thing that you have to do.
1: Yes, like so many careers and degrees have a lot of application to them, even though it looks very one-sided and black and white on paper, I think.
0: Right. Say if you're in dentistry and that's your goal to be a dentist, (laughs) but the skills that you learn in that program can be transferable to other things. If you realize, oh, dentistry isn't really for me, but that's okay Mm because you learned new things from that program that you can take on to whatever kind of career or different field that you want. So not feeling like you're stuck wherever you are because you, you're not. It doesn't have to be that way. Yeah. <laughs> and also I think university is a time where you're really learning more about yourself and you're discovering new passions. Maybe you tried out a new class and you realize, or maybe you took an elective and realized, oh, I really like this stuff. I want to go further in it. That's what
1: I did. I've changed my major like four different times. You have? Yeah. What? I got accepted to UBC for biology. I majored my first year in computer science and then I switched to cognitive systems.
0: Oh, whoa. So you realized those weren't what you wanted to do?
1: Yeah, not even though. Like I've switched like my career choices too, like often throughout the year. Like when I right when I got there, I'm like, I'm gonna be a computer scientist. And then I went from like a physiotherapist to an occupational therapist and it was going everywhere. But yeah, just like what Lauren said, these years are full of growth in university you experience so much you meet so many new people and you're presented with so many opportunities that were not available to you before or just you never had the time or um, I think resources to access and I think there's just there's so many big decisions to be made in university but there's also a lot of time for you to figure out yourself you're becoming the person who you're going to be for the rest of your life and that's so cool right so cool and It's so funny because I was talking to my friend about it. It's like if you think about what like your year self now, going back to first year, it's like ridiculous. The amount of change and like internal growth you've gone through, you know. Right. Like whether it be through classes or through friendships or just like living on your own. for If you lived on res, if you're like commuting, you just learn so much stuff in university Mm -hmm. that you will never have like anywhere else. And that's so cool. And it totally shapes you. It shapes your your person you know it shapes your relationships with people and your interactions and ah.
0: yeah it's everyone you meet every experience you've had every class you've had really shapes you and you're totally different I mean you're still the same person but you have different interests when you graduate and you discover more about yourself and you learn more about yourself and I think that's the really cool part about this part of our lives Mm -hmm. so we're just just getting to know each other I mean ourselves more and <laughs> <Yes>. more <laughs> sorry um you know what I mean though yeah yeah and like you were saying about you had so many different you thought you wanted to be this and this mm-hmm. and that's something that everyone goes through exactly and it's really rare that someone says okay I'm gonna do this and then they pursue it because as humans like we have so many different interests and different skills and we're gonna want to be doing a lot of different things and I guess not saying you have to commit to one thing and being open to wanting to try new things and maybe doing something you've never thought that you would see yourself doing.
1: And that's the thing that I think especially like on paper and like the administrative and like, the logistics sides of it like when you're taking especially as a first year when you're taking all these different courses it seems super overwhelming even though you're already expected to have an idea of what you want to go into mm-hmm. which is I think is ridiculous especially yeah just like having that idea of what you want to know when you're being exposed to so many different classes and so many different type of fields that like can interest you, you know, Mm -hmm. but they expect you to have something and that's just so silly and Mm -hmm. boggling to me.
0: Yeah, I think so too, just especially because we're so young Mm -hmm. and maybe don't have as much life experience as we're expected to have, Mm -hmm. but also knowing that what you're what you majored in it doesn't mean you have to have a career directly related to it that is true mm-hmm. yes because a lot of people out of side out when they graduate university they take on jobs that are maybe completely unrelated and like I was saying like those transferable skills can apply to any job mm-hmm. that you get so it's interesting to hear stories of people that have graduated and saying oh they're not doing something or they're doing something different than what they initially thought that they would do
1: And I feel like it's actually kind of ironic, too, when you look at really passionate people, I think, when they've really perfected, like, a craft, like, an English major or, like, um, that's not a good example. No, it could be. Like, an English major or a musician, a lot of them always went, quote, unquote, the traditional route. They always talk Mm -hmm. about how they've, like, they wanted to study this and they did this for how many years? And then they took this one amazing class or this one amazing opportunity that just made them completely switch. Mm -hmm. And that's okay. You know, you have time to switch. You have time to learn and figure out what really piques your interest and what you really want to do for the rest of your life. That's Mm okay. Yeah. Sure. You could say like, I'm a seventh year. No one's going to care.
0: It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Because at least you're doing what you want to do. So do it for you. If you want to change majors in your fourth year and you are really passionate about this one other field, then go for it. Mm -hmm. I mean, not everyone has the financial background too, but I'm just saying if it's a possibility
1: and we're not, I guess, we're not even saying to pursue it in terms of school. You, know, you could totally pursue it outside of school as well. Mm-hmm. Like,
0: like taking classes at a different, a community college, for example, where it's yeah. cheaper. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or going to a different university where it's, like, a two-year program, for example, mm-hmm. to get a bachelor's degree. So, personal example for me, so, in science, you need to take arts electives. And I took a, I took a psych 100-level course as my elective, and just because it seemed really interesting and it was something i have never done before. And I ended up really loving the course and everything that I learned. I thought, oh, I want to learn more psych. And even though this is not my direct field, um, I started taking more courses. And then I realized, oh, like this is something I really am passionate about and want to learn more about. So I decided to minor in it. And I feel like it's really made my university experience more fulfilling Mm. because I have all these other courses that I'm really interested in. So I think Minors or even like combined or double majors are also a cool option that you can do. Mm -hmm.
1: So, of course, when it comes to career uncertainty in universities, they've accounted for that. They know that. They know that it's stressful for (laughs) hormonal and budding students to. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I don't know where this is heading. (laughs) (laughs) For budding students, I guess, to figure out what they want to do with like their life post-secondary. Um, But that's why a lot of universities have general resources, like um, they look over your resumes, uh, they can give you interviewing skills, you can have a chat about them in terms of career goals and figure out like life plans. Unfortunately, they're not there to tell you what career you should have, because that would be very easy and amazing if that was (laughs) a thing. But um, yeah, generally, I think it's really important to use those resources, especially while you're in school. these opportunities are not readily available to a lot of people once they're outside of a uh, education system, so I think this is really important to take care of. um but I guess speaking of interviews, I have a great story okay it's it's one of those what you should not do stories. <laughs> um, right. so I haven't had an interview for a really long time, and I was quite nervous uh for this position. And my dad was like, just be yourself, you know, just, like, be honest with them. And I guess I took that too much to heart. (laughs) Because you're supposed to be yourself, but, like, professionally, right? And I wasn't at all. Um, So when she said, tell me, like, tell me about yourself in terms of my experience Mm -hmm. and what I wanted out of that job, I told her that I love hugs and bread. (laughs) Like no, no, <laughs> oh my God. and she just—I've never seen a more stunned face. She was like, <laughs> "What?" And I was like, "And that's when I realized I'm like, oh, I said the wrong thing." I was like, "And I'm a student." <laughs> <laughs> so you tried to just backpedal and just—I tried to keep the atmosphere light, and I guess it was too casual. <laughs> <laughs> did was
0: it instant regret when you said what you said, or did it wasn't until later that you realized? This is giving you flashbacks (laughs) to that moment. Kind of. (laughs)
1: That's (laughs) okay. I didn't realize at the moment that it was a bad thing. Because I thought I was being really personable. I thought I was being really yeah. funny. And for
0: some employers, maybe they'd be super into that, but not. <clears throat> I think everyone. because I like,
1: I delivered it with a tone that was very. I was like legitimate, like I love hugs and bread, and she's <laughs> like, Oh my god, <laughs> you're expecting her to follow up with, the, Oh, what kind of bread? <laughs> I was expecting I'm like, ah. and then I was like, Yeah, but I'm also a student. <laughs> um, but it just didn't go the way didn't go that go you that way. No, not at all. Uh, but now we
0: learned from that experience and now we don't mention anything about bread. And
1: <laughs> <laughs> at least I hope that have you. No. Okay. No. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess if anything, networking is kind of the same in universities. It's one of those things where you don't are not immediately good at, but you get better through practice. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, once again, universities are definitely one of those places, I guess, where you get a lot of these opportunities to just, to talk to professionals and you have, you can, you, it is possible to have close relationships with your professors, which actually can be extremely beneficial later on, such as if you need like references or for grad school or for whatever position you want, making those connections is actually quite essential, I think, and quite beneficial to your career.
0: Yeah. Most jobs aren't even posted online. I think they say 80% 80% aren't posted online. Hmm. And so so most of them you have to maybe through other people or through mutual friends of a mutual friend or like having those connections is really important if for growing your circle and maybe taking on opportunities you otherwise wouldn't be able to take. I think for interviews, that's something that's really anxiety provoking for most people, I want to say, because... It seems like, oh, they're this higher up person that you have to impress, which you do in a way, but also realizing this is just another human. There's just another person like me and you, although maybe a little more, they have more <laughs> credentials. But knowing that you're there to figure out if you want the job too. And it's not just, it's basically an exchange of information.
1: It's definitely a two-way street. As much as they're looking to hire another employee, you're also looking for a company or I guess a position that works well with you. hmm don't forget your values.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You're there and you are a valued person and they would be lucky to have you. (laughs) That's what I remind myself before going to an interview. When I think going into interviews, I think, oh, they actually made the time for me to come in and speak with them and they wouldn't do that with just anyone. So knowing that you're already qualified can really help you in um, reducing nerves that you feel. I have an interview story, too. How do you? Um, I had a group interview once. It didn't go too well. Oh, but, no. <laughs> um, just I was really taken aback by the questions they were asking. It wasn't the typical, <clears throat> why do you want to work here? And what experience do you have? It was um, one question they asked me was, how have you elevated someone to success? <gasps> oh, my God. And I'm like, this is not the kind of interview I thought it was going to be. <laughs> um, another question they asked was, um, oh, also that question. I said, oh, I tutored my friend. In grade twelve, and then someone said, "Oh, I went to Africa, and I, uh, <laughs> I volunteered for the orphanage." And I thought, "Oh, cool,
1: <laughs> awesome."
0: <laughs> so, and then another question they asked me was, "What is something that your old coworkers would not miss about you?" Oh my god! <laughs> I know, right? And I thought,
1: "That's really <laughs> brutal."
0: I know. I was very taken aback.
1: That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> so
0: stuff like yeah. that. I mean some things you just don't know what to expect yeah that's crazy (laughs) the nice part about university is that you can take on different volunteer roles or different work positions and from those jobs you can figure out more so of what you want to do later on Mm -hmm. so I think it's cool that you have so many opportunities to try new things and especially for volunteering opportunities maybe you don't have the qualifications but in volunteering you more likely to get the position mm-hmm. and then that's how you can get experience to apply for other things
1: like just like networking um there are only like I think university specific opportunities that are available as a student uh, for example if you are in psychology or in science research assistants and labs are always looking for participants they're always looking for people to help out that's always an like a I guess it's like a starting level way to get in and um gaining that experience that you might need or just might want to see what a lab looks like how it operates i guess wrapping all of this up is i mean my parting words would be uh take your time you have time um make the most of it use that time to figure out what you like and you know try new things and take on opportunities that you won't be able to i guess once you're not a student but even then i have like stories of like My mom telling me about her coworkers or her friends that, you know, midlife, they just change their career because they want to do something different. You're allowed that. You can totally do that later on. You're not confined to one job for the rest of your life. Unfortunately, you do have to do to make the decision just to figure out maybe your first job post-secondary, but really your life is yours. You can change it and it's up to you what you want to do with it. I love that. Thanks,
0: Lauren. Thanks, Mal. You're welcome. Okay, that brings us to the end of this episode. I hope you liked it. (laughs) Make sure you liked our Facebook page and let us know what you think of this episode.
1: Yeah. We love you. (laughs) Really? I do.
0: Oh. (laughs) Stop making this weird. (laughs) I'm making this weird. I think you made it
1: weird. You don't want love and affection?
0: Well, not that I don't. But maybe not on this platform. (laughs) I don't know.
1: (laughs) All Um, right. Just,
0: yeah. Yeah. It's okay to not be sure. (laughs) My leaving message. Very succinct. And
1: and to the point.
0: Thank you. (laughs) Okay, bye. Bye Bye-bye.